God is up to some wonderful things. We had an absolutely delightful meeting last Sunday night. It was uh, full of the Spirit of God, and, and uh, we just enjoyed it. If you missed it, you missed it. <laughs> we'll share some things uh, as, as the year goes along, but it's, it's just a, it's, it's so encouraging um, that, that God is still on the move in the world. And, and he still wants to use us <laughs> as part of that. Um, it's so easy to be overwhelmed in these, these days. Like the, uh, biblically it might, you might say that uh, thick darkness covers the earth. <laughs> uh, and and that, that doesn't seem to be getting any better. But, but what's happening today with the truckers makes me see light. You know, there's, there, there is pushback. And, and it's not just all everybody accepting what's going on. And who would have expected Canadians to do this? Canadians to lead the, lead the world. You know, we're, we're happy in second place usually. We always say sorry for whatever's happening, whether we're guilty or not. You know? And so, unless it's hockey, yes. Yeah. And then we're never sorry for winning gold. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting what's, what's happening, and we, we want to see what God is doing. Um, um, the 45th president of the United States, if you know who that is, um, he, he said yesterday at a rally that uh, uh, the Canadian truckers are doing more for freedom than, than all of the politicians in the United States. <laughs> so, is that true? I don't know. I, we don't know how this is going to turn out yet. It's just, it's just encouraging. You know? so. so here we are. Um, it's 11-11, look at that. I'm going to go and sit down now. <laughs> God said it all. I want to read from Luke, the sixth chapter, and starting in verse 27. And this is, uh, this is a, a chapter, well, a, a, a passage, because it's more than, it's not a full chapter, but it's, it's um, mm, 10 verses that I think uh, more people speed read through than any other part of the Bible. Even <laughs> Luke 6, Luke 6, verse 27. It's called Love Your Enemies. <laughs> Yeah. Now, as we read this, read it as who you are, not who you live like. Know what that means? You are a supernatural being. You are an eternal being. You have the spirit of the almighty God living within you. 
He calls us to impossible things that are not possible in the flesh. So we, we live and think very often as uh, fleshly people and often act that way. But as we read this, read it as a supernatural being that is not hindered by those things that might stop you from doing the things that this calls us to. Remember, too, that, that um, uh, every word that we breathe has consequences. Every <laughs> life and death is in the power of the tongue. So just because you said it in your car by yourself doesn't mean that there wasn't a curse that went out upon that guy that cut you off in traffic. <laughs> you have eternal power in your tongue. And Jesus raised the bar when he said, it's not just about what you act upon, but your very thoughts can condemn you. Ooh. You mean I've got to bring those into line too? Not my idea. <laughs> it's very, very important that we see it as eternal beings, supernatural beings. Because you've tried to do it of your flesh, and it's not worked. <laughs> I know it's not worked. But if we do it as supernatural beings, watch what happens. Because that's who we are, and that's who will enable us to do the things that he's called us to. So let me read Luke 6, verse 27. But I say to you who hear... Now, isn't that an interesting caveat? He talks about those who, who have ears to hear, let them hear, right? It, it, can you hear what, what he's saying today? Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Now, stop there. Those things were not any easier for them than they are for us. Just because we've reached the pinnacle of human existence, that our science is the best and the, the top, that we, we know more than any other civilization ever, and that, and that we're richer than anybody else, doesn't mean that it's harder for us. This is just as impossible for the people he was preaching to as it is to us as he preaches it today. So love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Now, notice that too. He says, pray for those who abuse you. It doesn't say, stay with those who abuse you. Important. Anyway, verse 29. To one who strikes you on the cheek... Offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you. Give to everyone who begs from you. doesn't say anything about enabling. Oh, we're enabling them. 
show me where that says, it says that as a caveat for who we give to. That's, that's our own fleshly reasons. Give to everyone who begs from you. Because they, they were just as manipulative then as we are now. <laughs> right? They, they had just as many vices as we do now. They were enabling them in those days the same way that we enable people now. It, it didn't change. Humankind is decrepit. <laughs> Everyone who begs from you, if one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. This is so hard. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. And that <laughs> sons of the Most High, that's hueos in the Greek. That's the sons that the creation is waiting to, for the revelation of. Creation is waiting for God to reveal the, the mature sons of God. And that's what he refers to here. You will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful even as your father is merciful. Okay, that's enough. Let's turn to a nice feel-good chapter instead. No. <laughs> nah. God, God's calling us to something absolutely impossible, improbable, not achievable by human beings. He is calling us to live as supernatural beings, to the love that he uses in this chapter is, is agape, agapeo, only, only available in relationship with him. It's the God love. This is not brotherly love or sexual love. or uh, It is the love of God Almighty. And that has to flow through us to make any of this stuff work. Now, we justify it uh, by saying, well, and, and nobody can do that, you know. Like, Jesus said to do it, but he was both God and man. Hi. Welcome. Bless you. He was both God and man, so the man part of him couldn't have done it, but the God-man must have been able to do it. Right? What do we do with that? Thanks for coming. <laughs> what, 
What do we do with that? What, what do we do with a God who wants us to do that? He never told us to do anything that he didn't, A, fully expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not another dispensation. It's, it, is, it is for us. Uh, and and he, didn't, he didn't tell us to do it just to um, have, us, have us make excuses for how we couldn't. He expects us to move into this, to embrace this, to actually live in another way. There was, there was a saying in the maybe 80s. Um, think globally, act locally. And it was about, it was about just having a change of mind about um, being, being wasteful and, and, and not thinking about the, um, what effect the, the, the stuff that we were throwing away and not paying attention to was having on the world. And God wants us to do that as well. Act locally. Now, now one of the principles of the kingdom is the way that you have overcome a, uh, a spirit. It can, be, it can be in your household. It can be over a city. But the way you overcome it is to move in the opposite spirit. Right? So if anything's over a city, it's usually negative. So if there's a spirit of poverty over an area... The way you undo that is to give, right? Poverty is to pull in and you never have enough. But if you give, you're moving in the opposite spirit and you're actually breaking the power of the spirit that's over it. When in the house, when people are, are slamming their feet down and walking up the stairs in anger and and slamming doors, uh, the way you overcome that is in love, in gentleness. And it changes the atmosphere, even in the house. You don't, you don't pick up the same spirit and move in that spirit. Right. You move in the opposite spirit. And you actually break the power of that thing. You don't give it sustenance, food, to, to make it bigger and stronger. And that's what God is saying here. Our natural tendency is, you see what he's saying about, about your enemies. You know, love your enemies. But I don't have any enemies, you might say. Because we're really good at, at um, justifying and, and isolating ourselves. Keeping ourselves at a distance from those that might, might challenge us that way. But you look at what's happening around and vaxxers versus uh, uh, anti-vaxxers. Or, I can't read my own right in here. <laughs> maskers versus anti-maskers. Republicans versus Democrats. Liberals versus conservatives. Vegans versus carnivores. <laughs> That's one I'd never understood, but. 
<laughs> Unless bacon is is a vegetable, but. <laughs> um, rich versus middle class, rural versus urban, and and that's not talking about race or gender or climate change, any of those things. We we categorize or bad drivers, you know. <laughs> Versus me. <laughs> I really hate getting honked at when I don't know what I've done wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, you know, we, we live in this world where, where it's easy to, to have enemies that we don't actually call our enemies. You know... I would love my enemy if I had an enemy. If the Roman soldiers were coming through here, boy, I'd love them. You know. <laughs> well, wait a minute. <laughs> There's lots out there that we can we can love. You know, like Jesus is asking us to do something practical about it, right? He he gives us he gives us things to like the, it, it's four point actually. Love them. Do some good to them, bless them, and pray for them. Pray for those. Now, when we, there is a spirit of the age that is so easy to pick up. Actually, it is, it is um, enticing us to find something absolutely negative about our government and mock them. And that's cool. That may be cool for non-supernatural people, but it is not cool for us. Because know that every time you do that, there is a consequence in the spirit realm. And the consequence may be against you. It, it may come back. Judge not, lest ye be judged. In the, you know, like, it's... <laughs> We, we get caught in the world and in the, the arm of the flesh that seems to put its hand around our throat and drag us into this place where, yeah, it's cool for us to find fault with everybody. The fault is there, but it doesn't mean that we have carte blanche to say negative things about these people. Because these people deserve love. Now understand what I'm saying here. They deserve love because God loves them. Might be hard for you to believe that he loves our prime minister. Trust me, I have this on good authority. <laughs> but he does. Doesn't mean you have to like them or like the things that they're doing. But we are called to something higher. Did you hear Pastor Christine this morning? Like, God is calling us to a higher road. Like, we, we, don't, we don't rehearse all of this stuff. It's God speaking as, as, as the, the service goes along. He spoke to us through her this morning. And he often does. And, and it's a confirmation of what he'd already spoken to me about. He's called us to higher. When will we recognize that? When will we actually do something about that? Because we have an ability to change things. 
We have an ability to change people around us by expressing love, by not expressing some form of hate in mockery or, or, or sarcasm or uh, continue to educate people. That, that's good. But keep the edge off it. The anger, the hatred. Keep that stuff away. They're different. They don't, they don't flow in the same sentence. We are called to something higher. Something better. You are... Do you remember the story of Anastasia? The Romanovs uh, from Russia uh, were all gunned down um, as the, the Bolsheviks were taking over the Bolshevik Re Revolution. They, they got the whole family in a room and bang, 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 bang. Uh, but they said that there was one too few bodies <laughs> that were put in the grave. And for years they thought that it was uh, one of the, the daughters called Anastasia. And they, they had a couple of people that they, they thought may have been, this was before we had DNA. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's easy to test now. But, so the way that they wanted to test some of these people was to have them uh, questioned by servants of the family the ones that would observe them regularly. Uh, and um, so they invited them, these people that said that they were Anastasia, to meet with the, the servants. And, and the, they would have dialogue and they would have a time together, they would eat together. And, and a couple of them looked like this could be it. And then one of, the, one of the footmen that was there, that used to be a footman for the, the Romanoff family. Um, now, I don't know what a footman is anymore. <laughs> uh, he, he actually took care of the carriage and stuff like that. Anyway, um, he, he, he was in the room and he took out a cigarette and lit the cigarette. It was when, when uh, cigarettes could still be smoked indoors, you know. Wow. And so he lit this cigarette, and one of the Anastasias said, how dare you do that in my presence without my permission? Put that out right now. And the footman said, that's her. <laughs> that's royal family. <laughs> Nobody but royal family would be that offended by something like that happening, because they take on the world. <laughs> The other ones were, were studied and, and uh, they, they knew the, the, the family and, and all of that stuff. But this one actually lived as a child of the ruling family. And we are children of the ruling family of the universe. If, if you want to know how that turns out, she was a phony too. But <laughs> turns out that they did DNA some years later and... They were all there in the, in the grave. But um, anyway, um, but it, it's interesting how, you, how we tell the difference. And it's how we live. 
and what we put up with and what we're willing to put up with and how we move in blessing or we move in cursing, how we move in, in mockery or sarcasm, how we move in... Th- those things are, are hatred, right? You, you want to test that? Pick a, pick a gender or pick a race and say something mocking or sarcastic about them. People will not put up with it today. They will see it as hate speech, and you may well be reported to our prime minister. (laughs) It's hate. It's hate. Do not hate your enemies. Do not hate those around us. God is calling us up from out of the pit, out of the depths, out of the mundane world, into his world, where his rules actually are there, where, where we're not willing to put up with anything that, that isn't heavenly minded. We have authority over those things, but, but un, until you're willing to move in that authority, it doesn't do you any good. Until you can exercise that authority, it's, it's, it's no good. I, when, when we started to understand what deliverance was, and, and this is how you do deliverance, I would, I would sit in the room and I would, I would be casting them out. I would use the right words, the same words that the people that taught us how to do it were using, and nothing would happen. Because I wasn't convinced in my heart that it would work. It was words that had no power behind them. I hadn't taken that territory. And we must take the territory before we can actually make it work supernaturally. The way to do that is to live like a supernatural being. I don't mean that you get capes and big S on your <laughs> it, or Sue has one she's a saint in faded jeans <laughs> that song's about her that's on Brian's album but <laughs> and it's a good album by the way I, I endorse it highly um, but that just because we don't get capes or masks well we have masks but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down that road. (laughs) You are still a supernatural being. You are still, you still have authority that you have never, ever used. You have an ability to change things that you have not walked in. And God is, is inviting us into that place. Pray for your enemies. Don't, if you see the ruling party of Canada as, as negative, pray for them. Bless them. There are some practical things you can do. Um, um, I, I won't go into the great detail, but, but Christine has, has, 
has shown me over the years that she's willing to humble herself in beautiful ways. You know, one of the neighbors um, really was hating us um, and, and actively moving against us. You know, like there's parking uh, rules in the townhouse complex. And, and, and if, if we weren't, like if we were five minutes parked in visitor just for a minute, you know, run in, run out, we were reported. If we, if we left our car at, at the end of our, our little driveway, we were reported. Uh, if our dog ran away uh, around a corner, we were reported because we had it. It wasn't under, <laughs> like it was just, it was just hard. And, and she was after us, not everybody in the complex. It was, it was weird. <laughs> and, and, and we don't, we don't, we weren't used to living like that. The last couple of years, we've become more used to living like that, but, but moving in the opposite speed. Anyway, she, she took and gave gifts to this woman and, and card at Christmas, and, and, and nothing seems to, seemed to move her off that place. But one day, her cat, who was an indoor cat, got out. And um, <laughs> we didn't run it over. No, <laughs> called it Thumper. <laughs> thump, 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 thump. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Christine, the the lady in in, in her in her. Uh, um, comfortable clothes <laughs> was was going around the neighborhood and she told Christine that that her cat's gone and she's she's beside herself and so Christine had to go and do something in the car and and so while she's going she says Lord Lord this is it you, you gotta let me find the cat <laughs> like if you've not heard any of my other prayers hear this one because <laughs> that lady hates us <laughs> Well, she drove back into the, our little driveway and, and got out of the car, and on our porch was the cat. At the door? At, at, at the door, you know, like, like right, right at our door is this cat. God had heard her prayer. <laughs> and so, so this lady that hated us and, and was, was actively trying to stir things up in, in the, the strata council against us, all of that was taken away in a moment by something positive happening, by, by Christine finding her cat. It's an amazing story. She moved out the next month. <laughs> but, but the consequence, if we had, I'll tell you, if we had moved in the same spirit she did and hated her and tried to stir things up against her, we'd still have her in the neighborhood. <laughs> That's, you just don't know. But, but God is dealing with her, and we blessed her, and we, we over-blessed her by doing something absolutely wonderful. So I want to I read again. The kind of things that he has for us. Luke 6, verse 27. But I say to you who hear, are you one who hears this morning? 
Love your enemies. And, and, and for those of you that wonder, this is all in red. Like, I only do what it says in the red part. Yeah? Let's see that. <laughs> but I say to you who here, love your enemies. Agape your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Oh, yuck. Bless those who curse you. Even in traffic, Lord? Uh, okay. Pray for those who abuse you. That's easy for him to say. Well, not so easy, maybe, because he was abused terribly. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your, your shirt either. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? Like if it's, if it's quid, pro quo, quid pro quo, well, we had them over to our house, so they've got to have us over to their house now. <laughs> Not Christian, sorry. <laughs> you, you can do that and bless you in it, but, but it's not part of who you're called to, what you're called to, the higher calling. I, I, still, I still love if you do that, because uh, we're available for lunch. <laughs> anyway. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? Like, that's hard to understand. If you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? Like It sounds like there's a benefit there. So there's good flowing here. But he's talking supernaturally here. He's not talking the very limited flesh angle of this. He's talking supernaturally. He's calling us up. There is some better way to live. Even sinners do the same. And if you lend... To those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return. And here, here's the beauty. And your reward will be great. And you will be the mature, the, 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 the word hueos is the mature sons. It's the son that's ready to take over the dad's business. Right? It's the son that, that whatever he said, the dad backed. No questions asked. You will be sons of the Most High. 
for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. He is kind. He reigns on the just and the unjust alike. His principles are the same for everyone. He's amazing. And he called us to be his kids. Be merciful even as your father is merciful. He's inviting us into something absolutely stupendous. Judge not. This is carrying on in verse 37. Judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. But I thought I was already forgiven, Lord. Well, look at the end of the Lord's Prayer in Matthew, and it says that he cannot forgive you if you don't forgive. You will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Now, he's, he's talking, just as we look at this next, he's, he's talking to a bunch of people that are merchants in the crowd. And it says, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. It will be measured back to you. This, these are people that, that would, when they were measuring out whatever it is that you're, you're buying from a merchant. So it's uh, um, lentils. Um, they they would they would not shake it so that they, you know more fit in the, the the cup. They would they would keep it as light and fluffy as it could, you know. <laughs> and there you got a cup worth, you know. Or or they'd put their thumb in the side of it so that it displaced some of the lentils. Or you know, there's lots of ways to do it. But Jesus is saying, the measure that you use, whatever that is, it will be measured back to you in the same way. As you give, he will give back to you. And he's the only one that can see it. So he's the one that will repay. He looks at the heart and, and repays. So whatever, it, whatever little thing that we do, if we bless and not curse, if we, if we love our enemies and, and pray for them, and, then, then he sees that. And, and he brings that back to us. And it's not just in the age to come, but in this life as well. You will see good things happening to you, not necessarily in just the monetary realm, but you will prosper. You could find healing where you didn't have healing before. You could find uh, favor where you didn't have favor before. He is so wonderful and innovative in how he measures back because he measures back liberally he is so generous so generous we look at our skyline how much sky do you need he gives you way more than you need how many mountains did you need we have an abundance of mountains he is generous and amazing and he wants us to be the same way. We, we get caught up in, in, in a world that does not see it as having enough. Right? There's, 
There is poverty in this world. And so I've got to, I've got to be very careful and I've got to hold on to my stuff. And nobody better take this from me. But that, then I'm responsible for filling it up and keeping it. If, if I give it, then he's responsible for making sure that it gets refilled. You can make your choice. With the measure that you give, the same measure will be measured back to you. It's so, such a strong invitation to be different from the world. And right now, his church is failing miserably at it. We as the church, and I mean the church worldwide, we as the church look so much like the world that they can't tell the difference. And they treat us that way. We no longer have a voice. We no longer are looked to as leaders. Yeah. And so we, it's up to us, each of us individually. We're, we're challenged every day by the Spirit of God to move in this thing. Um, the world will change quickly as, as we watch it go by. Um, um, our prime minister sent a letter to our finance minister and said that any organization that does not support women's rights in abortion should not have charitable status. So those tax-deductible receipts you received today, you won't get them anymore. If we're, if we're identified as an organization that does not support women's rights in abortion. It's, it's, it's happening because we aren't effective as voices anymore. The way for us to move as effective voices is to move the way God asks us to. He's invited us in to love our enemies, to bless them that curse us, to actually do good to those who hate us. Huh. Impossible? Improbable? Yes. But that's what he's called us to. And only he, moving through us, he lives in us. So if we let him move through us, we, will, we can actually do this stuff a, a little bit at a time. Better and better we get. You won't, you won't be the best at it right away. Nothing works that way. You have to learn how to move in it. You have to recognize that you actually have the ability to do it and take it a step at a time. And you will see difference around you and you will see blessing in your life that is wonderful. Let's stand. Ah, thank you, Lord. 
There'll be people to pray for you up here if you feel that you'd like a little help in doing some of these things. Um, when we're done, so you're most welcome to come up. I encourage you to come up. Jesus, this is a terrible passage. <laughs> yeah, it is the stuff that got you crucified, Lord. It's, it's, it moves against everything that we want to move in. Everything that our flesh desires to, to obtain is challenged by this passage. Lord, help us, help us, strengthen us, encourage us, speak to us the stuff that you love to do. Help us to be actually effective in our lives and in our neighborhoods by, by doing the things that you're calling us to. This is just too hard for us, Lord. And if you hear me whining, it's because I am. I can't do it on my own. I cannot. And I've learned in this last few years to, to pray for those who curse us, to bless those who curse us, to, to actually move in love for those that abuse us and, and wish evil upon us. And, and I, haven't, I haven't arrived, Lord. I still need your help as do each of us. Each of us have people that we would not be happy to have lunch with. Let us learn to pray for them. Each of us have people that we wouldn't be comfortable having our kids be babysat by. Let us, Lord, look to you in all of this. Because you are our keeper. You are our amazing friend and teacher. Help us to move with you in the opposite spirit to what the world is moving in. Help us to be about your kingdom's purpose while we're here and not say after we, we join you in, in uh, the hereafter, gee, I wish I'd known that there. I could have made such a difference. You can still make a difference. So thank you, Lord, that we can make a difference wherever we are by doing the things that you've called us to. They're hard. They're hard, Lord, and, and uh, we can't do it on our own, so we need you. And we bless you, and we love you. Would you bless each person here? And I'm not praying blessing for them because they've cursed me. I'm... <laughs> I'm praying blessing because I know that that's what you want to do. Because you're so good all the time. Bless each one. Keep us safe and in your hands, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you.